This call may be recorded or transcribed. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is Sylvia Bethesda, who's on the line. Good morning, Good morning. Susie. Good morning, Susie. And who else was that? Good morning. It's Lady Hudson. It's a triumphant Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning, Warrior Princess. Good morning, Diane. And who else was that? Good morning, Warrior Princess, a.k.a. The Finisher. This is Kind Kim. I love you, beautiful. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, Kind Kim. Good morning. Good morning. 
Okay, who was that? This is Mary. Mary, good morning to you. Good morning. I've been trying to say. Good, good morning, Mary. Good morning, Diane. <laughs> good morning, ladies. <laughs> Glory to God. I love it. I love it. Y'all not going to leave me out of this good morning. Good morning. <laughs> it's Miss Triana. Good morning. Good morning, good morning Dee Dee. <laughs> morning, Dee Dee. Praise the Lord. Good morning, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Tuesday. Have a great day. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Have an awesome day. Thank you. I'm coming in here too, y'all. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, ladies. Love you, gentlemen, if there's a gentleman on the line. Happy triumphant Tuesday. Love you, Parkless Pam. Have a great day. <laughs> Love you. Okay. Who else? Who else? Who else? Good morning. Bye, y'all. Been Tuesday. Let's get it. Good morning, family. Morning, Tree. Good morning. Good morning, Shell. Good morning to you. Yes, we declare victory. Let's go. Let's go. Who else want to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning. It's Sister Tracy. Hello. We declare victory. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Yay! Good morning. Who else? Who else? Let's get it going. Let's get it going this morning. Hey, good morning. Um, I have a prayer request. This is Christina. Okay. I had posted it in the victory room because I don't know how. I didn't know how to do it. So I just give it to y'all verbally. If you could just please um call out my sister's name. Uh, during your prayer time this morning. Her name is Erica Tyre. She just got admitted to ER. She just tested positive for COVID, has COVID pneumonia, and her oxygen levels are low. And she's um, severely dehydrated, so they got her on an IV. So you can just call out her name, please. Thank you. And you said Erica? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Christina, right? Okay. Got it. Good morning. Good morning. Who else want to say good morning? Good morning, this is Sister Stephanie. Good morning, um, Sister Stephanie. I as well have a prayer request and I'm not sure how to post it. But my niece, um, Tanisha, she tested positive for COVID and um come to find then they found out she had diabetes and asthma and a host of other things. But they admitted her into ICU yesterday with pneumonia. And um, she's having a real difficult time, and she's not able to walk right now. So if you could set up her request for her, I'd appreciate it. Okay, and that was your niece, right? Yes, Tanisha. Tanisha? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, I got it. I got it. Good morning. Welcome to the Claire Victory. This is permanent to finish. I'm a greeter. Who else wants to say good morning? Good morning. Happy New Year. This is Danielle. Good morning, Danielle. Good morning to you. Happy Triumph for Tuesday. Thank you. You have a great day. You too. Thank you. Anyone else? Okay, anyone else before I get started? 
Okay, I need everyone to please put your phones on mute. And I'm going ahead to get started here. Good morning. This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Have a great day. Thanks for calling in this morning. Thank you. You have a great day, too. Okay, thank you. Okay, I need everyone to please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Again, please check your phone to make sure your phone is on mute. Hello, my name is Tarina the Finisher, and I'm your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are prayer called and meet Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure to join us during the month of January, where our new monthly theme is entitled Planting, focusing on the importance of planting our words, influence, and action according to the word of God and the will of God, so we can and will be planted after his own kind. There is one announcement today, and that is we are having TNT Bible study tonight with Pastor Lavelle Jones, the first of the year. Yay! So it's going to start at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Again, TNT Bible study is tonight, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with Pastor Lavelle Jones right on the call, or you can go into his uh, Facebook page live. Okay, I also want to say congratulations to Declare Victory on the Legacy Series. Congratulations. Okay. Uh, I'll go ahead and give the prayer request, the spoken prayer request. It's from Christina. Please pray for her sister, Erica. She was tested positive for COVID, and she's in the ER. Pray, pray for her complete healing. Also, it's for Sister Stephanie, her niece. Tanisha is in the hospital also uh, with um, COVID and um, diabetes and asthma. Please pray for her healing. Also, I I saw a text um, late last night. God woke me up at three something this morning praying. Please pray for Juliet's daughter. Um, she's in the emergency room for she has a, a mercy uh, surgery for appendix. Uh, please pray for her daughter, Juliet's daughter. Also for Juliet's um, granddaughter, um, mom, Ashley, um, was diagnosed with stage four cancer. Please pray for her for complete healing. Okay. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise. Valerie, declaration, Elizabeth. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. I repeat, prayer and corporate praise, Valerie. Declaration, Elizabeth. Then we go right to closing comments hosted by Declare. The scripture for today is from Psalms 126.5. Those who sow in tears shall reap with joyful shouting. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until the instructor come off mute. I now pass the call over to the prayer word, Valerie. Everyone have a blessed and awesome day. Jesus love you, and so do I.
Valerie, if he's praying, we cannot hear you. Tarina, you want a mic? I want to ask a prayer ambassador to pray. I'm on this morning. Thank you, Mother Jerry. Thank you. Praise God. Praise God on this morning. Hallelujah. Shall we all join in on this morning? If you would, just bow your heads with me. Let's reverence God on this morning. Let's thank him for the things that he's already done. Let's thank him for the things that he is doing. Let's thank him for this beautiful, beautiful day that he has made. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all that you have done. Father, we thank you on this morning. We come to you with our hearts open to receive the word on this morning. We thank you, O Lord, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. It wasn't because you have been not there for us. You've been there. You've been a shelter in the time of storms. You've been our healing cup, God. You've been our miracle worker. You've been our promise keeper. You've been our light in the darkness. You've been our lamp unto our feet and a a light unto our path. Thank you, Father for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Thank you for those that are in the prayer room. Thank you for those that are kneeling. Thank you for those that are laying. Thank you for those that are in their closets on this morning. Father God, thank you for those that have come in with the request, Juliet's daughter, those that are in ICU wards those that are in the convalescent hospitals, those that are sick and afflicted, those that have disease in their bodies, God, those that have just been not well from this COVID, Father God, those that have lost family members. Father God, on this morning, it's so many, it seems like the death tolls are going up again, but God, I know that you are able. You tell us to stay in the fight. And so on this morning, even as they were speaking, as Moses was giving his instructions by God to do what he did, Father God, you were there. Thank you for being the great I am on this morning. Thank you for being our road of sharing. Thank you for being our lily in the valley. Thank you for being our bright and morning star. Thank you for being the captain of the ship that we have in our lives, those that we decided to get aboard on, and those that we have came off of. There's so many requests in this nation. Father God, I'm asking that you go in into the White House. Father God, we need you as never before with bowed down heads and humble hearts. Forgive us, oh God, if we said anything or or done anything contrary to your word on this morning. Here we are, God. 
without one plea. How we love you on today, God. We thank you for those that are standing in leadership. We thank you for the men and women of God that are teaching and preaching your word, God. I'm asking you, Lord, that you look in on the youth on today. I'm asking you, Father, cover them with your blood. I'm asking that you go in and heal the brokenness, fill the holes that are in our souls on this morning, God. Fill us what we need to be filled in the areas of our weakness, God. You said you would make us strong. God, we just can't make it without you. If we ever needed you before, God, we truly need you now. I just want to praise you while we have breath in our lungs on this morning. God, I thank you. Before we ask for anything, God, we're thanking you, God, for everything. We thank you for these assignments that you have placed us on. We thank you for our ears unplugging, for our eyes, the scales falling off of them. We thank you for souls that are coming back into the kingdom of God. Those that walked away at the beginning of this pandemic. So many people in this place, God. But you know, you told us we can ask anything in your name. There's people here right now. They're waiting for you, God. Here we are standing on a holy ground. Saying from this morning, our assignment today is stay in the fight. No matter how tough it seems, stay in the fight. He did not bring us this far to leave us. And Father God, we will not fear. I know so many people are being tried by the fire right now. But God, we thank you. I'm asking that you look in on Julia. I'm asking that you look in on these prayer warriors that come morning after morning. I'm asking that you look in on the declares. I thank you for our pastors, our teachers, our prophets, our evangelists, our lay members on this morning. Teach us how to war, Father God, with our hands. That the race is not given to the swift. Neither given to the strong, but it's given to the one that endures to the end. This is not a one man race, God. We all need each other as never before. God, we need you on today. I thank you. And I'm asking a special blessing over our sister, the prayer warrior that was not able to come in this morning, God. I pray safety. I pray safety for those that are traveling the dangerous highways and those that are traveling the dangerous airways. God, I'm asking even for my own family as my brother 
spirit coming from out of Brazil. Father, I'm asking that you be the guiding hands of that uh, captain of the airplane and his people that he have in the cockpit with him. The weather is bad all over. We have disasters all around us, God. But you said it for us, to be not dismayed. For I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea. I will help thee, yea. I will uphold you with my right hand of my righteousness on this morning, God. We thank you for your righteousness. Surely you have not bought us this far to leave us. We're going to stand our ground. We're going to stay in the fight. And this month theme, we plant in God. We're going to see that sprout come up. No matter if it's one, we're planting what you told us to do. We take full authority over every demon that tries to lurk in. We close every door that he might have crept in even throughout the night. God, thank you for encamping Michael and Gabriel around us on this morning. Here we are. Here we are, God. You know us best. So even as those that are here on this morning, I need you to sound the alarm. If you know that you're going through, this is a good place to cry it out. If you're grieving, cry it out. It's okay for death has no time limit. Grief has no time limit. I'm asking that you cover the family and the loss of that horrific crash right here in our city and the loss of those two young men. God, I thank you for the families. I'm asking that you cover their mom and dad, their sisters and their brothers. We came through on last year and we're still making it. So at this time, I'm asking you if you would come in on this morning, unmute your line. I'm asking you if you would pray with me on this morning in all sincerity. I'm asking that you start calling out the things that you need. Help us all Thank you for the 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 Thank you
in in just this word. And and I'll I'll be honest, it it, it convicted me. Um, and so if if we're not hooping and screaming and hollering and running off the line today, uh, maybe on another Tuesday we'll do that. But today I need to make sure that um, I share with you um, what I saw last night um, that really shook me into a, a a different type of posture. Amen. So let's look at the word of the Lord. Uh, it says in Mark 11, um, and it's interesting because the same passage of scripture is also found in Matthew 21. So if you're taking notes, um, today would be a good day for that. Um, but you see the contrast of this story in Matthew uh, 21, verses 18, 18 through 22. But I want to look at Mark 11, um, 12 through 44, and then 20 through 25. And I want to paint a picture for us this morning as we go into our theme of planted. Um, I'm going to switch versions. I'll read from one version, but I'll teach from another. So Mark 11, beginning at verses 12 um, through 14, and it says, and on the morrow when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry, and seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of this hereafter forever. And his disciples heard it. Drop down to 20 through 25. In the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter called to the remembrance, saying unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou cursest is withered away. I want to stop there. On the following morning, as they passed back by that same fig tree, dried up from the roots, Peter, calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which thou hast cursed is withered away. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his word, and may we not be afraid to triumph. I want to talk on this morning uh, from the subject, only leaves. Only leaves. Um, when I sat down and I began to um, look at the objective of planting and the purpose for planting and um, the ability or even the capacity to yield a fruit. Um, it's a very, uh, it's a very interesting process. I won't bore you with scientific facts and, and, and thoughts on this morning. Um, but if you ever get a chance to kind of, you know, go back to your seventh, eighth grade, uh, science class, uh, we see the, um, the process of germa, germination, and we see uh, photosynthesis, and we see, you know, how um, in any seed uh, there is an outer shell. In order to get the outer shell, the seed has to then um, be planted. It has to go through a process, and it grows up, and the outer shell of that seed is basically done away with because of the sun. 
and that we can park there and we could take a text and we can scream and we can holler there because there's great nuggets there. There's great wisdom and revelation there. But that's not where God would lead me to go. He took me to the book of Mark um, and looking at it through another set of prophetic lenses, we see really an atmosphere that should have been um, conducive for planting. To give you a little backdrop of what's going on in the city, uh, at this particular time, it is Holy Week in Jerusalem. It's Holy Week in Jerusalem, and this particular day that uh, we begin to talk about Holy Week starts on that Sunday. If you ever begin to read Mark 11, it goes through Holy Week day by day. It's Holy Week in Jerusalem, the place of oil, the place of seed, the place where Jesus is. It's Holy Week. I'm going to drag that this morning. It's Holy Week. The atmosphere uh, is thriving. Is, is it's, it's, it's robust. It's everything. It's happening. It's a good time. It, it's, it's Holy Week. Sure, um, um, everybody's there. It's Holy Week. The, the Pharisees and the scribes—they're there. The 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 the, the people um, are coming from all over the region because it's Holy Week. It's Holy Week. Uh, those whose eyes uh, have been opened—they're there. Those ears that have been opened—they're there. Everybody's here at Holy Week. The atmosphere is very much conducive for miracles. The scripture says that on this Sunday of Holy Week, Jesus asks for the coat. Y'all know the story. And they tell, uh, Jesus gives instructions, and they tell uh, the, the keeper of the coat, Jesus has need of him. Right there, there's a need in the city. Jesus has need of him, and we know um, that Jesus rides in on this coat, and people they are taking their garments off, and and they're spreading their garments, and they're cutting down olive branches, and and they're crying, Hosanna, Lord, help me today. They're crying, Hosanna, and they're they're saying, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Listen, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna, Hosanna to the highest. And so what is happening, uh, my family, on this triumph and Tuesday, they're looking the part. They, they're, they're tearing away their garments and they're waving the branches. They're very audible. They're, they're, they're saying all the right things. They're showing up in all the right places and and this is what is happening there's an atmosphere that there, there there's seed everywhere you you do know that we we are not only seeds but we are the plants right mm-hmm. and so the plants are crying hosanna they're they're just saying all of these things and 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 you would think uh now uh as holy week would would go on that there uh, would be uh, more than just lip service that is happening. And so now Jesus uh, wakes up the next morning, that Monday, and there's a need. After all of that shouting and after all of that singing, after all of that hoopla, after all of that, the putting on, after the show, mm-hmm. you know how we have shows on Sundays, after the show, 
Jesus uh, that Monday has a need. The Bible says that Jesus is hungry and he sees a fig tree afar off. In other words, uh, as I begin to study it, it says that this particular fig tree catches Jesus' attention. It catches his attention because, first of all, it's not time for figs. And so in this big vineyard, no other figs have blossomed. No other figs have uh, come forth. Oh, God, help us. No, it's because they, they understood times and seasons. But this particular victory, for whatever reason, it's in full bloom. It catches his attention. It's full of leaves. It's giving a false expectation. Because the expectation is if there are full leaves, Surely, gotta be some fruit. It looks like surely there is. It gets his, his his attention because he's hungry, which means that there's a need and there's an expectation that this big tree should be able to give me what it is advertising. Oh God. It should be able to give me some substance. It should be able to give me something that is going to allow me to keep going on. But Jesus gets to the tree. And upon inspecting the tree, he realized that there is no fruit, but there's leaves only. There is nothing to it. It just looks like it can produce. It just looks like it could very much produce and it could fulfill a need. Only leave. And so as I got ready to kind of drive by this, the Lord said, no, 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 go back and look at this. Look at the atmosphere. Look at the time that they're in. This is a prophetic look of the nature of the people of the day. It is also a look as to what we look like right now. If we come in daily, Hawaii, day in and day out on Declare Victory, Sunday in and Sunday out, we say the right things. We wear the right garments. We we say, blessed be the name of the Lord. And we say, Hosanna. And when we cry holy, But the very next day, there is no fruit, there is no substance, there is no yielding based on what you've heard, based on what you've encountered, based on what you've uttered out of your mouth. You mean to tell me that we can cry about a Hosanna, but we won't give him permission down in our souls to produce a fruit? There's a problem here. And so we have to look at the fact that We're not just in any city, but we are in Jerusalem. We are in the place where all seeds come from. We're in a place where where there's branches and there's trees, and and this is a momentous occasion. But, But there is no fruit. 
in a season as this right now where the land is laced with COVID, but there is seems to be no fruit. The, 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 the gas prices are extremely high. Where is the fruit? The, the, the grocery stores are limited uh, with, with, with healing staff. They're limited with cold syrups and, 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 and Tylenol. But God, we need a different kind of fruit. We, it looks like it's going to make it, but when we pay close attention and we begin to inspect what is happening, we got a bigger problem. And Jesus looks at it and he curses it, not only because it did not have fruit, because the scripture gives way that there, there, this is not even the time, but the fact that you're around here trying to trick people, the, the fact that your roots are deceptive, your branches is a lie. He says, where we going right now, we got to have real fruit. The day is over for pretension. The day is over for pretending that we have a hold on God that we don't have. Oh, God, help us. The day is over for singing the songs of Zion, but we really don't believe them. The day is over for having a form of godliness, but we deny the power thereof. Baby, we got to get a hold on to God. We got we to gotta make sure that our roots go down deep. We got to make sure that we are planted, that we are that tree that is planted that will yield fruit in his own in his own season. So as I begin to look at this, Jesus curses the fig tree, and he says, "You, because not only did you come out of time, and you you're trying to and, and here's the thing, Jesus gave it the benefit of the doubt. Lord help us." He gives it the benefit of the doubt because when you look at the process of fig trees, listen here. He said maybe it's the first fruit. Uh huh. Maybe it's 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 it, it wants to yield a first fruit, and so even that is honorable when you begin to talk about offerings. But it's amazing that it's the first to yield nothing. So that's not even it. So through the fact that Jesus was trying to give it a chance, because you, you've been here long enough, you know what time it is, you know what season it is, you know what you should be doing, you know what you should be yielding, you, you, you know what type of tree you are. But why is it that you're not doing what you're supposed to do? Why are you not producing what you're supposed to produce? I'm not asking you to be an orange tree. I'm not asking you to be an apple tree. I'm asking you to only produce what's down on the inside of you. I'm not asking you to go anywhere else and get anything else. I'm asking you basically to just produce what I put down on the inside of you. And all the Lord is saying on this triumph this Tuesday is that I need you to tap into purpose. I need you to tap into the seed that is down on the inside of you because the atmosphere is ripe for production. The Bible says that Jesus curses the fig tree. And on that Tuesday, y'all can read it. I'm going to make it up. The Bible says that they come back. 
And Peter says, look, it's dried up from the roots. Well, that's really where I wanted to get to this morning. Peter says it's dried up uh, by the roots. And so the Lord said to me, he said, Lizzie, you got to make sure that your roots are strong. You got to make sure that your roots are doing and that they're, they're deep in me. You got to make sure that your roots have taken up residence in my word. You got to have roots in the word of God. Yes, Lord. So when diverse situations and different situations and different things begin to happen, you're rooted and you are grounded in my word. That no matter no matter what way the wind blows, no matter how strong the wind blows, you are rooted in the word of God. And as I begin to look at this family, the fact Jesus didn't just curse the branches. He cursed the root. Well, now I have to figure out what, what that meant. Why would he curse the root? When you begin to look at roots, in order for there to be root growth, there's a chemical that is called phosphorus that gets in the roots. And what phosphorus does is it strengthens the root in order for them to grow. So in essence, Jesus is saying, you have everything that it takes, but you still produce nothing. Oh, help us. You have declared victory, but you still produce nothing. You on every prayer call, but you still produce nothing. You go to church Sunday in and Sunday out, but you still produce nothing. You're on every spiritual challenge there is, but you still produce nothing. He says, I now got to dig out your root because I can't afford to uh, keep you in this, this, this particular place where people will have to walk by you knowing who you are in the kingdom, knowing because, you know, your leaves kind of tell that there should be something there. Mm -hmm. Because, see, you you know how to walk. You know how to talk. You know how to grab your back. You know how to run. You know how to shout hallelujah. You know how to do all of those things. But when the rubber meets the road, your roots, i got to take your roots because I can't keep allowing you to produce or to facade as if you're producing something you really don't have. He says, I'm going to take the strength out of it. So you got to be real creative. you you, you got to be real creative. And so he's saying, the, the, the day of you creating a facade, I'm going to take it from you. You won't even have the, the ability to create and to keep moving as if you're walking and flowing in a power that you do not have. Oh, I wish I had something more to say this morning, but we got to check our root system. Am I producing? Am I giving off that I have something that I really don't have? But here's the thing. You could have it. You could have it because you have everything that you need on the inside of you to produce. You got to know that you are the tree that is planted. Let's go to Psalms 1. 
How do I make sure that my roots, that if Jesus comes to me, that my roots are good, that I can produce, that I'm just not leaves only? When you begin to look at Psalms 1, and and that's where I kind of wanted to kind of just take my text and kind of work there. But before I could do that, I had to look and see. Of course, we want to go to verse 3. It says, and he will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. And whatever he does, he prospers and continues to mature. So if that's the goal, the goal, family, is that we be planted and fed by a stream of water that will yield fruit in its season, that the leaf does not wither, that I'm just not leaves only. And whatever it does, it prosper and it comes to maturity. But I gotta I gotta backtrack these these verses because if you begin to look at verse two and verse one, it tells you the type of things that will cause your leaves to wither and you to not to produce in due season. Verse one says, Blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked to follow their advice and their examples. So in order for me to mix just being leaves only, then I cannot afford to sit in the counsel of wickedness. I can't follow the advice in the examples of wickedness when I got a righteous word. Oh, help me in here. How is it that my Holy Ghost does not alarm when I hear something that is contrary to the word that is on the inside of me? If you ever want to know if you're growing, is that the decision that you make, it's not it's not popular, but it's the word of God. Even though Snapchat and, and, and TikTok and Facebook and, and, and the CNN and all of these things are telling us what we should do. And it sounds and it appeals to the flesh. It appeals, it appeals, it appeals to the fact that I want my situation to be over, so I'm gonna do this and, and I ain't gonna mess with y'all because we know tax season is approaching us, but you know, we good for lying on our taxes because you know we can get more. I know I just didn't mess somebody up, but you're gonna be all right, you're gonna grow through this. You said you're gonna have roots in being integral. You're gonna have roots in being honest. You're going to have, you see, we, we can't have all of this word and still do unintegral things when we don't think nobody is watching. So no matter what the world systems are saying, we live by a different kind of system. We live by the kingdom principles of integrity and by living by this word. It says, blessed is the man, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God. So not only am I fortunate, not only am I prosperous, but I'm favored by God. I can't afford my favorite list. I can't afford my favorite list. It says, blessed is this man who does not walk in the council, that I don't take steps 
Because, see, when you begin to walk in ungodly counsel, it's one step after another step, and before you know it, you're down a slippery slope. How do I make sure that my, that my fruit remains, that my roots are sure, that I don't stand in the path of sinners? Do you see the progression here to walk, to stand? And then it says not to sit down, to rest in the seat of those that ridicule. Now, we always, just because it's just who we are, we always have opinions. But this thing convicted me so last night because some of us, we have this, we have, God has gifted us to influence. And let me say this on this first Tuesday of the year that we have to be careful that if God has trusted you to have influence, that you always point those back to God, that your opinion does not become contrary, that you, oh God, how can I say this? Because some of us, um, and, and, and most of us, all of us, for some, there are people that are watching our lives. They're watching how we go in and how we come out because of their level of immaturity at the moment, the present moment, you're the only book that they're going to read, right? So with that being said, what you say has weight. Your roots have weight. What you, 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 you have, uh, you get their attention, please. And so they follow you, they listen to you, um, and, and they, they are encouraged by you. But we have to be careful that we don't become ridiculers, that we don't become scoffers of righteousness, of things that are right. Uh, pause, meditate. That I don't walk in ungodly counsel, that I don't stand in the path of sinners, that I don't sit down and take a rest that I don't rest in it because those are the things that uproot the seeds that I've been sowing. Those are the things that uproot the seeds that you have planted, right? It says, but our delight should be in the law of the Lord. It should be my delight. When I delight in something, that's why, that's why Scripture says that if you delight in the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. He'll give you the, the seed that's in your heart. He'll crack open the heart shaft and give you the inside of it. That's why the scripture talks about the Lord taking out the stony heart of a man and giving him a heart of flesh that he'll be able to produce a thing, right? It says, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, his, his, his precepts, his teachings, that's my delight. That's how. I strengthen my root. That's how I strengthen my stand. His word is the thing that strengthens me. His word is the thing that we stand on. His word is what guarantees that I'll produce in the right season. It says that we concentrate, we delight in his, his precepts, his teaching, that we habitually consistently meditate on the word day 
and life. Oh, God. So that that basically tells me that even when I'm just doing my regular hustle and bustle, that my word level should be at such a place that even when I see a thing that's, that's off, that at some point it shouldn't catch me off guard. You know how you could be doing a thing and you can hear a thing and see a thing and it, it do something to your Holy Ghost. It, it Something on the inside of you rises like, hmm, that's weird. Mm, that gets my attention. Mm, but you just keep on going. Hours come that we pay attention because God is always talking. He's always speaking. The scripture talks about how he'll never let anything just sneak up on us. But perhaps I miss it because my word level too low. My meditation time is too low. I haven't habitually, consistently been doing it. I've been hitting and missing. Oh, I'm coming for us today. I've been hitting and missing. I'm fighting to be consistent. That's different. But intentionally, on purpose, you're showing up. So nobody, you know, uh, yeah, it's good. No, no, no. Because I own self be true. He says, the person that does that, he will be like a tree, firmly planted. Firmly planted and fed by the streams of water, fed by the streams of living water. In other words, the word of the Lord begins to take root. It begins to be the thing that we thirst after. It becomes the thing that we pant after. That we're, I'm glad for alkaline water. I'm glad for for, for all of those, those feeding water and all of the waters that, that we love. But there's something about having your thirst quenched by way Holy Spirit. He says, if you can do this, if you can, if you can stay, if you can remain firmly planted, if you can get some soil in you, if you can allow this word uh, to nurture you, to if you can abstract the nutrients out of the soil, out of the atmosphere, if you can look and see that you're in the right place at the right time to yield a fruit because we had a broken world, we got broken systems, and we got broken people. If you can remain firm in this, production won't be so hard. We keep trying to produce, but the roof's not right. You never have to go to a tree and say, why is there lemons there? Why is there, why are you budding? Is the root is in the ground? Once your roots are in the ground, you're good to go. And so that's why Jesus came after the roots. Watch this. He says, you'll be like a tree from this planet, being fed by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in its season. In your season, you will yield a fruit. So this keeps you from being competitive trees. It keeps you from comparing your apples to somebody else's oranges. 
If you're a watermelon, I'm not, there's no expectation for you to be available all year. You a different kind of fruit. It says, but the leaves on it, they don't wither. Because even if I'm not providing a fruit, my fruit in my season, I still can provide shade for somebody when it's hot. Because I understand the type of plant that I am. And if I understand who I am, I won't yield. I won't try to produce. I won't try to perform. I won't try to put on before time. But I'll rest in the fact and embrace the call, the gift, the seed that is down on the inside, that whatever I do, here it is, that whatever you do that is prosperous and it comes to full maturity. There is never a gardener anywhere that plants or immature fruit. The gold is that it grows to maturity. In the event that you don't allow your roots to do the work, you don't allow the word to do the work, you will yield immature fruit. And one thing I know about immature fruit, immature fruit is very toxic. Mm. Immature fruit, if it hits a system, it contaminates the human system. You look at the olive branch. To get a mature olive, it takes a minimum of 50 years to get a mature olive. If you get an olive before its time, the toxic levels are deadly. Could it be that the oil that God is trying to produce in your life is going to take time? Could it be that you're an olive tree and you're not an apple tree? You gotta you gotta consult the roots. What am I? Come on, consult the root. He's the root of Jesse. Consult the root. He's he God, how do I become? How do I become? If anybody knows about being a seed and going down into the ground, it's Jesus. He was the ultimate seed, and that's why we call him the tree of life. He understood. You look at the Garden of Gethsemane, he understood being firmly planted. What's the sense of going all of this? See, when you get to the Garden of Gethsemane, that was now Jesus being a mature fruit. Being a mature tree, I just can't uproot now because it's difficult. I can't just uproot now because it's pressure. I can't just uproot now because I don't like it. But he said, nevertheless, not my will. And any time you get to the place where you say, God, not my will, roots begin to go a little further in him. 
because now I'm trusting, leaning, leaning and depending on him. Not my will, but your will be done. And after that, nothing else mattered. He was the ultimate seed. He was the ultimate sacrifice. He was the ultimate tree planted in the ground. And guess what? Planted in the ground, but he'll rise again. He'll come back again. He is the true vine. Ah, these are everything. In him we live, we move, and we have our being. If we can only allow our roots to remain. Go back and we look at the book of Mark. We begin to look at Holy Week. Prophetic implication here that he is telling Jerusalem, he is telling the Israelites that I have fruit because if you don't have fruit, I'll raise up Gentiles. Look at the climate. Look at what's going on. You got to look at the, the, the biblical history of what was going on in the day. You guys are the solution. You are the answer. He was telling the Pharisees and the scribes, you sit in here week in and wake out. You don't have any roots. You have only leaves. You only have leaves. And so I pose the question, Jesus comes to our tree on this triumphant Tuesday. Would he only be leaves? Or would he find roots that are planted, that is wrapped around the rock? I found out something when I began to study the fig tree, that the fig tree, the roots grow so deep. And when they find a fig tree that's not producing and they dig it up, there's what they call like a root ball. It never extends to go deeper into the ground. So the only thing it can do is produce leaves. I said, my God, today, it has the ability to produce a fruit. But because the roots are further down in the ground, the only thing it can do is produce shade. Pray on this triumph and Tuesday that there was something that was said that will keep you planted at the rivers of the living water on today. And now I'm going to stop here. I'm going to open up a call for any questions, comments, or any, any testimonies of what it's like to be rooted in having a firm fix on the solid rock that we call Jesus. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'd love to make a quick announcement, if I may. Amen. Um, so good morning, family. Great morning, God morning. Um, happy 2022 as we continue to declare victory over our lives in the spirit of our last few declarations this awesome declaration by Pastor Lizzie, Planted, and more. I'm here to make a special request to be a blessing to our founder, our pastor, the radical one, 
We know that sowing a seed and planting a birthday blessing for Dion is sowing, absolutely sowing into um, and planting into good ground. She is definitely good soil. And family, we're planting a birthday blessing for our founder, um, Dion, whose birthday is right around the corner on January 14th. We'd love to invite you to um, participating in giving a monetary token of our gratitude to bless her on her special day. And any amount is going to be a blessing to her. You can sow and be a blessing by using one of the following methods at, at Dion Jackson on PayPal, at The Radical Midwife on Venmo, and for Cash App, it's, it's dollar sign The Radical Midwife. So we made this announcement early, early on because we wanted to give everyone enough time to prepare and plan through the holidays. We want to go big and bless her socks off for being the blessing that she is, the courageous example of living her faith out loud for us. And we hope that you can join in and there'll be a virtual birthday card. So please put your full name in the memo section when you're in, in each particular app. And we want to give honor to where honor is due. We know that it's typically not her style to ask for anything for herself. She typically asks nothing from us for herself, but always asks for others. So where God has um, planted a seed and a desire um, in her heart to even um, create and come up with and develop the entire Victory City, you guys. So we know um, what that looks like and be prepared to for the manifestation of that. Um, for the unhoused and unsheltered and the homeless population. And again, family, we know that sowing into good ground and good soil. So um, we hope that you're, uh, you will conduct yourselves accordingly and be uh, willing to sow your seed. And so we are all blessed to be a blessing. I love you all. Be blessed. Have, make it a great day. Awesome declaration, Pastor. Yes and amen. God be praised. Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you, one of of God. The, good morning, ooh, That message was so good. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I will be studying that and so uh, sobering. Thank you for your share. God bless you. Love you. Nice and happy new year. Happy new year. Good morning, Lady H. I love you so much. I miss you. Thank God for your declaration. Welcome back. Um, I I, I already know what it is. Triumphant Tuesday. I know (laughs) who the roots, the roots, the roots. I thank God just for being under you and Bishop. And I thank God for every time that um, you guys speak and every time we reference the word and go back and search out the word, that it brings new revelation. So, Thank God for you, and thank God for, um, just thank God for you. I love you. I love you, too. Thank God for all the glory. Good morning, it's Monica. Great word. Good morning, it's Monica. Hey, twin girl, it's Dee Dee. I love you. I love you, too, Pumpkin. Good morning, Pastor Suleomi. A great decoration this morning. Good morning, Mom. How you doing, baby? I'm triumphant. I'm pushing through. All right. <laughs> okay. You have a great one. You too. Hey, good morning. Good morning. This is Moxie. Hey, Sister Liz. Oh, good God. Morning. Love your declaration. Um, 
what I love more about it that I keep on thinking about before everybody keeps is when you were speaking of the um of the tree and I thought about the Garden of Eden and all those fruits and all those trees that um, you know, they have to choose from, including it was a tree of life and it was a tree of that one that he told them not to touch, you know, that gives them mm-hmm. that the understanding. So it just mm-hmm. my mind just keep on thinking about the garden eating all that he planted there and, and makes me wonder um before he created the world and, and and all that stuff, our souls knew him and I made me think of the trees in the Garden of Eden. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you know our, our our spirit, our souls was there too. You know what? I'm I'm glad you said that because there's so much to be said about this particular topic. But when you when you go back to the to the first thing that did even with mankind, he created trees. So this is this this concept of sowing and planting and being fruitful. It's nothing new. He created trees, as you said, in the garden. There's always there there's there's always a tree. There should always be a fruit. From everlasting to everlasting, there should always be seed time, harvest time. And I love how you put the part about knowing who. I heard that before, like knowing what type of fruit you are, you know, and especially when you say you could you might be a wallow milk, you know, after mm-hmm. our last like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Probably mosquitoes, um, um, so um at a certain time of the year, you know. But yeah, mm-hmm. just really know um what type of fruit you are, you know. And mm-hmm. that's that's something that I definitely want to just get more intimate with our father about. Mm-hmm. Knowing who you are and remain. Lady, I'm sorry, just one more time. Um, when you were talking about, um, as you begin to talk about the planted, um, what the Lord dropped in my spirit, the lead, as you said, the yielding of the fruit. Um, and if we don't yield and wait and stand flat-footed, that that fruit that immature fruit can become toxic, um, mm-hmm. not just spiritually, but uh, naturally as well. So as I looked down at my notes, I was like, that's what it was. So mm-hmm. I just want to share mm-hmm. that part, that, mm-hmm. that part. Got it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when I began to look at that, Jesus was so upset. At, he, he was so upset. He could have just knocked all the, the, the leaves off the trees. He could have just cut down the branches. But the fact that he cursed the root, in other words, he was saying, you're exhorting strength, so much strength to produce nothing. He said, I'm going to get to the root of the matter. <laughs> I'm going to get down on in there. I'm going to get on in there. Because you have the ability to. You just don't. You know, but that's exactly what we want. I'm, I'm sorry, y'all keep jumping in. Mm-hmm. But I want him to get to the root you know, mm-hmm. uh, of the matter. I want him to, you know, I want him to be, he is. Let me stop that moment. Mm-hmm. He is my, mm-hmm. um, um, the foundation. He is, you know, so, but the root far as I was thinking, like, in the soil of my heart, you know, far mm-hmm. as what seeds that maybe um, that, that could be still there that he didn't plant there. I want him to get the root of those things so mm-hmm. he can pluck them out and, you know, so, yeah. 
I love it. I just love the declaration. All of it. I mean, what I say, all of it. <laughs> hey, this is Hey. You, uh, wow, I'm just listening and just taking it all in. My son just came back from the um, Joshua um, National Tree, the park there, and he was just sharing some stuff with me about, you know, how beautiful it was to see and then just doing more research on what a Joshua tree is and, and what it symbolizes and how it only grows in one place. And um, he was telling me that, like, um, like the prophet Joshua, you have to just do history on it. But he said the male trees are extinct, and that made me sad. And so as you were talking about just what kind of, to know what kind of fruit we bear and just not be anything, just not just be leaves, you know, like okay. showing up as a, a watermelon and you, you know, not comparing mm-hmm. ourselves. so much to what you said. It's like your share this morning is a whole lesson. Like I'm, I'm, and I'm gonna say this. I don't have my little bean today. Thank you, Jesus. So now I have time to really get in. I've been studying different things, but just the way you shared, it just made me think about how I really want to study more about the root. And like mm-hmm. you said, you made such mm-hmm. good points this morning. I had, I said, listen to Lady Liz really sharing. And when, you know, I had to laugh when you talked about the show on Sunday because it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. sanctuary mm-hmm. show. Listen. Mm-hmm. We have to stop and really dig and dig down like deep. There's some deep rooted stuff mm-hmm, in us mm-hmm. that Absolutely. we need to to dig. And Psalms one three, oh my God! If you don't really understand that, mm-hmm. read it in a message. Read, read it, it backwards. Think mm-hmm. exactly and read it backwards. Mm-hmm. Read it from verse three all the way up to verse one. And that's what I did. I read it backwards because then it makes sense as to why mm-hmm. I need to remain. Yes, Because ma'am. if I don't, and, and this is what's going to happen if I don't, I'll be on leave. Amen. First Lady Hudson, good morning. Um, good morning. I wanted to... I wanted to ask a question when um, I I was hearing you on and off because I'm at work, but when you um, <clears throat> talked about um, a person that's um, immature, when the person that's, um, I guess, immature in the word or something like that, how they grow is, I'm asking the question, is how they have to be, become unimmature is by them, what, studying the word and Reading the word, that's how they become mature and stuff like that. You do what scripture says. You do exactly what Psalms one tells you to do. Okay. So look at look at Psalms one and just and it, it talks about blessed is the man, fortunate is the man. Um I'm not sure what kind of translations that you have. Um the amplified version is a good it's a, I like the amplified version. I like the message version because it kind of, it, it puts it in in our terms for us to understand. But what I will say, because it, in it, all of us have some level of immaturity. Nobody is coming to the, you know, to the full of the fullness of themselves. And so when I find immature places in my life, I got to put word on it. What does the word say about that? And um, I may start in a proverb. Um, I may start in the book of Psalms. Like I need, like, who? I'm, I'm, I'm. That's no fruit there. No fruit. No fruit of the spirit. None of that. Boy, because see, 
Jesus is the ultimate farmer. <laughs> That's why he, you know, there's, there's so, I mean, I can go on and on with this because when he, talk, he talks about casting, you know, casting your seed and we talk about seed falling on bad ground and not having good soil. But the fact that you recognize that there could be a place where I'm not as mature, I would say Psalm 1, you stay, stay in the Word. Keep putting Word on it. Keep allowing the presence of God, the Spirit of God, to draw you to, to where you'll be so rooted and grounded in the thing. And there are some things in our life that he allows us to wrestle. Sometimes if you ever look at a tree, you'll see that the roots is wrapped around the rock or wrapped around a, a particular piece that's in the ground. It's it's wrapped. If you look at it, I want to say the um, the palm tree. No matter what that storm looks like, if you ever seen a palm tree, as high as it is in the sky, it's the same. Um, you see how high those palm trees are? Well, guess what? Those roots on that palm tree is the same distance in the ground. So that's why the palm tree can bend, almost touching the ground, and it never breaks. Why? Because the level of roots that it has is the same amount as what we see with our own eyes. Go figure. Because it remains. All right. Thank you very much. Good morning. Welcome. Good morning. This is Swanita. Um, I've just been enjoying your message and enjoying um, the feedback this morning. I just thank you for your word this morning. Have a blessed day. Amen. You too. To God be the glory. Hey, Pastor Lizzie. It's Christina. Um, hey. Thank you. Hey, thanks for that word. It was so good. And I, I do... I do like what you said about the, the fruit. You may not be an apple. You might be an olive. So it may take longer for the fruit to mature. Um, but that's your process. You don't compare your process to someone else's process. That's good. That's real good. And then how you said the fruit, the root is so important. Because without mm-hmm. deep roots, how can you handle the storm? Mm-hmm. That's good. Thank you. You're welcome. For the main, if we do nothing that hour. Fruit remain. It's about our fruit remaining, guys. And nobody ever called your name. Because some people, they don't really remember you. They remember how they partook of you. You know, a lot of stuff. Well, people say a whole lot. But it's the fruit that remains. Um, Pastor Hudson, I want to say one more thing. <clears throat> um, it's, it's, um, it was really, um, this is Cynthia. It's really something how I have been at um, churches after churches after churches, but it took me coming to um, declare victory where um, I'm, I'm, I'm getting my learning from. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 so amazing. It's it's like it's got me in tears, but it's happy tears. Where mm-hmm. this is where my um, understanding has opened up. Mm-hmm. And then he also um 
He also put Lisa. I know she doesn't like to be called sometimes, but he also put her in my in my life to um, help me out. Mm-hmm. And I'm so grateful and so appreciated. I can actually um, I can actually understand mm-hmm. when you guys um, get on the line and and talk and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when you guys um, talk and how how you guys break things down. Mm-hmm. So, and let me say this to you. Let me say this to you, sweetie. And all you're getting, get an understanding. That's what we're here for. That's what that's what declare victory is all about. Is you getting victory? And how do you get victory? You get victory by being in the word and understanding. Now I can go back and apply it to my life. It's all about application, right? Yeah. How do I apply what I heard? And here's the thing. Declare victory. We are amazing. We are amazing family here, right? Nobody gets left behind. We want to make sure we'll stay on this line with you all day to make sure that you understand it. That you understand it. And that's what we're here for. And that's what we're going to do. Hey, we may keep coming yeah. back. Let your roots you. grow deep. Keep coming back. Don't be sitting back silent. You got a question? Ask me a question, girl. I will. You need clarity? Get some clarity because at the end of the day, you have a responsibility to the word that you heard to apply. It's good. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year, everyone. Thank God for another morning. This is Miss Tony. I'm so excited over here just to hear your voice this morning. And you came out the book of Mark, which my bishop came out of last Sunday. And mm-hmm. his message was, if you can't deliver, don't advertise. Which mm-hmm. means, yes, I was excited. It's like, okay, if you can't walk the walk, can't talk the talk, do not advertise. So I was excited about the word this morning. I was so sleepy, but when I heard your voice and heard you was coming out the book of Mark about the branches, I woke up and was attentive and was listening. I'm like, oh, I just love the word. The word is strengthening us and it keeps us. Amen. If you want to be here, but I thank God on this morning, we have a responsibility. And today we have to be rooted and planted Mm -hmm. in the word of God. That's what's going to keep us. Because the devil is coming. He's going to try us. And in this pandemic, he is really trying a lot of us as saints Mm -hmm. of God. So I thank God for the word. You know, and I thank you this morning for bringing that word, mighty woman of God. Amen. Amen. Pick up y'all the glory. Amen. Amen. Is there any other comments anyone else wants to share before we close out and go and have a triumphant Tuesday? My name is Eva. I 
Bye, everybody.